because we're here, right? We're all here today, and this, when, you, when you enter this place and you give your, your, your time to him and, and you're in pursuit, who here is in pursuit of Jesus? Let me see the hands of those who are in pursuit. Now, pursuit sometimes is questionable. You're not sure where that's leading you. Just pursue him. It's okay to ask questions. It's okay to get in the word and say, God, what are you, what are you saying? It's keep your ears peered, open to him. He speaks all the time, doesn't he? And he wants to lead you and guide you into all truth. That's what the Holy Spirit is here to do. Lead us and guide us into all truth. And so what I want to say today is this. We're in a series called All In. And I want to add a little bit to that today. I want to say a living pursuit today with Jesus. It's a pursuit. It's, it's what we're doing. It's our heart. What, what, is the, what is the temperature of my heart? And the Bible gives temperatures too. Hot, cold, and lukewarm. It gives temperatures too, so it's okay to ask, okay, where am I today? Hot normally comes when you give your life to Jesus, those times you're saved, and all of a sudden you just, you feel something happened. Who can say, I remember the time when Jesus did something in my life, and I felt him, and, and all of a sudden this, something was removed, or the burdens of life, and, and just, just confusion starts to become clearer, and you're able to see. You see, then there's a fire that goes on there, and the Bible says, stoke up the fire that's in you, that, that we have to do something. We just can't say, God, just fill me today. I'm going to stay right. We actively pursue him. And when we're actively in pursuit, of Jesus says, if you seek, you shall. If you seek, you shall. So are you seeking today? The question is, what is your pursuit? And I know I've got a story to tell you today. I'm going to take you in the word of God. Praise God for his word. And I believe today when we share a story with you, you will be in a better pursuit you are when you first came. I believe today, whatever you're facing, today a new pursuit will start to resonate in you today. You will start to see that no matter what it is that you face, there is a rainbow, there is a light on the other side. And I know Jesus can do that. He loves to lead us. He loves to illuminate us. Let's go into the word. Let's start with Matthew 15. Turn there if you've got your old-fashioned Bibles. i got one up here from 1800 if you need it. Open them up, or if you got it on your phone, follow along with me today. Matthew 15, 21 says this, and Jesus went away from there. He was in a place where there's lots of activity. You know that if you follow Jesus, if you're one of his disciples, it was a crazy walk. Jesus said, I have no place to lay my head and so it was a crazy walk. I don't know, for three years, those guys were like, whoa, where are we going to rest? Hey, can you send them away? Can we get some rest time? So walking with Jesus, you had to be all in. You had to be. You had to give up everything. And they, he withdrew into the district of Tyre and Sidon. He had withdrew. He had said, okay, I want to pull back. Now listen to what Mark says in the same context of this story. It says, and when he, Jesus, had entered the house, he wanted no one to know of it, yet he could not escape notice. He was ready to get a little rest. Anybody know what I'm talking about? You wanted to say, okay, I need a time away. Even in ministry, there's times where you know the Lord is using you, and you say, there's times I just need some rest. This is where Jesus is. Now, often, Jesus would go to the Father. 
He would pray. He would be filled with the Father's presence. It might have been one of those moments. He said, I'm going to go to the Father. We don't know that. He said he wanted to find a place that was hidden. So he finds one, but it wasn't. All of a sudden, a woman, this is what's good. You guys ready for something good? This is where it gets good. I love it. It says in Matthew 15, 22, it says, And a Canaanite, not an Israelite, a Canaanite woman from the region, from that region right there, came out and began to cry out, saying, Have mercy on me, Lord, son of David. My daughter is cruelly demon-possessed. So here's Jesus. He finds a place. He goes inside. He says, okay, this is a time where I'm hidden. And all of a sudden, a woman who had to be watching, she had to be close enough to Jesus to see. He, she had to be there saying, there he goes into the house. I'm following him. There's a pursuit going on here. I'm going to follow him because he is the answer. How do I know that? She calls him Lord. He is Lord. And not only Lord, she knows the story of the son of David. Knows the story. The son of David is Messiah. Is the Messiah. She's known this. Someone has spent the time. She heard someone give the story, the good news. You see, she heard it. And in that pursuit, she sees him in this moment. I don't know. We talked about this on a class on Saturday. I don't know what was going on there. It might have been that she was embarrassed of her lifestyle. It could be that this is an opportunity, that he's alone finally. I've been following him for weeks. This is the only time I see. There's, there's an opening that I can see him alone. How do we know? So she follows him into the house and then starts to beg him, mercy, mercy, have mercy. Have, have you been there before? Is your pursuit taking you to a place that you cry out for his mercy? When's the last time we call God merciful? When's the last time you cried out for it? You see, when you recognize a need, mercy is part of your prayer. If there is a need in your life today, mercy is part of your prayer. If there's, if there's a need in one of your family members, maybe, maybe it's a mom and dad, maybe it's a, a son or daughter, mercy is part of it. Who are we to think that we deserve anything? See, mercy is part of it. She, she came to him and said, Lord, son of David, have mercy. Mercy is not getting what we deserve. Mercy is not getting what we deserve. Is anybody here perfect? See your hands. Is anybody here not of sin? The Bible says, review your life. If you say you're a man without sin, you are a liar. Jesus, isn't it awesome Jesus came? Seriously. I mean, do you really understand that? Why did he come? We have no chance, you see. We have no chance under the law to ever find righteousness. You know, we will never be right enough until Jesus came. And his blood will cover us. And then the Father can take eyes upon us because this blood of Jesus covers us. Thank God for Jesus. And yet it doesn't stop there, you see. He's merciful, isn't he? Has he shown himself mighty in your life? If he's not, it's not his fault. It's yours. He is merciful, and he is mighty, and he has something for us today. My daughter is cruelly 
demon-possessed. Does anybody here have children today? <laughs> Tell me, do you love them? What would you do if your child was demon-possessed? What would you do if you noticed your family, your family was being cruelly demon-possessed? What, at what level would your pursuit change? Would you be one person one day, you find out news the next day, and you say, I, I've got to get in pursuit of my Lord. I have got to find mercy upon my family. Mercy says, we're not perfect. We do things wrong. Have mercy. Don't see these things like this. Don't hold back from me, Lord. Please, you, being the Messiah, you, the Son of God, you can do something about this demon. You can save my daughter. You can save him. No one else can. Would your pursuit change? Would it change? Yes or no? So the real question is this. We're waiting for something tragic before we'll really call on him. We'll wait until someone in our family is tragically, cruelly abused. Demonically, socially, before we'll plead for him. Is there anything wrong with that? Thank God there's a Jesus. Thank God that he doesn't hold that against us. Thank God he didn't say, well, yesterday you didn't come to me. Today you are. Thank God he doesn't hold that against us. He says, when you pursue him, when you seek, you shall find. Isn't it good that he does that? He's the kind of God that cares for us. Though we got to understand who we are. We're just sheep. And so here she comes to him. And this is wonderful. Jesus so I believe this with all my heart. A saved and pursuing heart will always call on the mercy of Jesus. I believe that. I believe one who is saved and one who's in pursuit will always call on the mercy of God. How do I know that? Because you recognize who he is. And if you know who he is, you have got to call on his mercy. You, you, you can't hold back because I am not good enough. And I never will be. For the Bible says that all the things that I thought were good works, he says those are not but filthy rags. That things even I can hold on to, he said, well, those things are rubbish compared to the knowledge of Jesus. So there's always a comparison to things. I'm always going to fall short on that in my pursuit. But I must always recognize the mercy of Jesus, the merciful God he is. See, if I'm saved and I'm pursuing, then I know who I am. Because I know who he is. Do you know him today? Do you really know him? Does he take you down that path? 523 says, but he did not answer her one word. Not, not a word. And his disciples came and implored him. <laughs> Imploring means to really beg him. To really beg. Saying, send her away because she keeps shouting at us. Now, I didn't know the disciples were even there. Did you? He, they were just in the background. All I heard is Jesus trying to get away. Probably with some alone time. I see a woman come in. And all of a sudden, I hear about the disciples. And they're not on the right track. Or are they? So, disciples. I, Jesus says Nothing. Has anybody ever been at physicians in your life that you've been praying and you, you don't think Jesus is answering? The silent treatment is coming. 
It's like, I don't know what he's saying. You see, all of a sudden, the disciples, I don't know, but that'd be kind of uncomfortable. Would it be uncomfortable for you if you're following him and you've seen all of his things he's been doing? I mean, he just, he saved a centurion uh, servant, just shouted it out, and the man was healed. I mean, following him, and all of a sudden, he's saying nothing. And she's crying out for mercy and begging him to heal her demon-possessed daughter. And there's, how would you feel? Seriously, just for a moment. Put yourself there. One of the disciples. I, if I was sitting in that arena and I saw this conversation going on, what would you do? And all of a sudden, someone spoke up. I don't know if it was Peter. He tends to speak up at times, right? It could be. And, and someone speaks up and says, just send her away. I see, Lord, that you're not really doing anything. You're, you're just being quiet. And this moment of silence. You ever been in a moment of silence that it's like deafening? Would someone please talk? This is awkward. Now, I don't know about you. This would be one of those moments of awkwardness. A woman crying out. They've seen Jesus do all kinds. Matter of fact, it says they can't record them all. All of these things. He finally gets to this one house. He's retiring back. A woman comes in and pleads with him. And it doesn't stop there. And all of a sudden, Jesus says, nothing. And I could see his disciples going, uh, we should just, you think we should speak up? Peter, Peter, hey, you, you always, he called you the devil one time. Can, <laughs> devil, get behind me. You remember that one? Could you? I don't know. What would you do? He says nothing. I think there's a plan in this. I think Jesus knows exactly what he's doing. I know exactly what he's doing. Disciples may not know. They didn't always know. We don't always know. We don't. But he answered and said, I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. <laughs> well, that disciple that spoke up is probably thinking, well, he's on my side. There you go, woman. Let me help you out the door. Come on. You want a drink on the way? Let's go. Now we can, she won't, she will stop yelling. Finally, Jesus spoke. And when he speaks, people listen. So it's over. The game's over. Go home, right? I was only sent to the house of Israel. Can he heal her? Yes or no? What was he doing? He had already healed a centurion's servant, wasn't an Israelite. He wasn't of his character to do all of that. What was he looking for? What was he waiting for? Put that in your own life. If you're in a position right now and you have found yourself calling on the mercy of God for something, what is he waiting for? You felt that before. He's only sent to the house of Israel. So... I don't know what disciples, I don't know what I would be doing there. I'd be listening going, I'm not saying, no, I wouldn't be wanting to be quiet. The Bible says to keep the mouth shut shows wisdom. This is my moment to shine. I'm saying nothing. <laughs> Imagine that. And all of a sudden, 
But she began to beg and beg and bow down. She began to bow down before him, to worship him, and to cry out again. Now she intensifies her pursuit. She's going deeper into this thing. You would think the words of Jesus would be enough. But she says, again, let me ask you a question. If this is your daughter who is demon-possessed, what are you going to do? You know the source, the only source, the only thing that's going to help him, or her, I should say her daughter, only thing is standing before her. What would you do? Are you going to give up? Or are you going to go? She goes one deep. She goes deeper, and I love this. She gets on her knees. She gets at the worship. This is, the, this is how I worship my Lord. You see, she honored him, and she humbled herself. When's the last time you really humbled yourself? You see, you're praying for the mercy of God, and you're saying, God, would you do something here? I've got to have something happen here. But you haven't bent one knee yet. And you think, God, you can answer because I just called upon your mercy. You're a merciful God. I'm going to call upon your mercy. That should be enough. No. Not in this case. This required more. Put yourself in that position. Lord, help me. What did it change from? Lord, have mercy and heal my daughter. To now, Lord, help who? Help who? Me. Me. Something's wrong with me. Becomes very personal, doesn't it? Your prayers should take you to a very deep, personal reflection. Very deep. If you want Jesus to move and you're in pursuit of him, your pursuit should always lead you to a reflection of yourself. I believe that. This is what it's teaching me. If I'm, I'm desperate, and I've got a daughter, I've got a loved one, Lord, I'm pleading with you, and you're coming before him, and you're asking, God, you're the only. Jesus, Lord, and Messiah, you're the only one. And yet I haven't reflected upon me. I think I have something wrong. One step deeper, she says, Lord, help me. Let's go on. It says, and he answered and said, this is it. It says, it is not good to take the children's bread and throw it to the dogs. Uh, not a response I was looking for. Not a response. Would that be a response you'd be waiting for? You're down on the knees. You, you say, God, it, it, me, help me. And he says, I don't know about you. Does you, do you read it any differently? It's a reflection of crumbs and dogs. And the children get all that they eat, and the dogs get the crumbs. You see, he starts to set, not that she's call, he's not calling her a dog. He's doing an illustration. He's making a point here. And this is what he is looking for. This is where he sees a faithful woman. This is where it's starting to come out. I don't know about you, but if you're doing a lot of butts to Jesus, you're arguing. <laughs> My son does that at times, and my daughter's getting better, 
there's always a but sometimes. You know, when you tell them something to do, is anybody ever in that position? You're telling them what to do, or you know what, and all of a sudden, but 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 dad. And I'm saying, but 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 nothing. Is, am I the only one? Parental guidance, come on, raise your hands. What do you say when you are in that mode and you're trying to correct and discipline and you've got the reason all spelled out very clear and there's a but? But dad, you don't understand. But son, I do. I see it bigger than you do, right? And she says, but to Jesus. But this is what he's waiting for. I believe stayed quiet, allowed his disciples to speak up, to test her, to see if she would stay, to see if her pursuit was really genuine, if she really wanted. He could have said one word, and that daughter would have been made whole right then. But it wasn't about the daughter. It wasn't about, you think he was threatened by a demon? Are you kidding me? 2,000 faced him one time, and they said, oh, Jesus, what, so what do you have with us? What are you going to do with us? Don't send us into the abyss. He's not, any, he's not worried about a demon. That's nothing for him. Speaks a word, and it's done. It's not about the demon. It's not about the daughter. It's about her. It's like it's about you and me. It's always been about you. And so... He finally gets her to the place, I believe, he finally gets her to a place where she's willing to step it up in the right direction. It's okay to come. Believe me, I've been at Jesus' feet. How many people have been at Jesus' feet asking for mercy? I've been there several, many times, especially when he reveals something to me that I'm doing wrong. I'm at his feet. It brings tears. I mean, because I know it's him. Do you know when it's him? Sure. You can't argue with that. There's no buts in that one. But she said, yes, Lord, but even the dogs feed on the crumbs which fall from the master's table. Even the crumbs are enough. To me, they're right there. But even the dogs, and watch his response. To me, this is, this is what he's waiting for. This is what it tells me. When she finally comes back and says, but what you can give. What you can give, even those left over, just the smallest of that is enough. Can I be a dog? Can I just be a dog today to get a crumb? You see, she is not letting go of what can be received. She's not letting go of what can be received. She knows it's the Messiah, it's the Son of God, and demons have no hold when Jesus does his thing. There's no hope. It's not an arm wrestling match. Me, Jesus against the devil. It's not like that. Do you see? And so she stayed and asked the question. And love, I love Jesus' response. I love it. And there is a word I want you to focus on today. It's the letter O. The big O. Some translations don't have it. I love it. The big O. O. Matthew 15, 28 says this, and then Jesus said to her, oh, woman, something switched. Because when you say, oh, it's not at the same level. It's not at the same level anymore. 
It's at, a bed, it's at a different level. Jesus speaking now is not before. It's not, well, I was sent only to the children of Israel. You see, that was a conversation there. But now when he says, oh, woman, something happened. Something was recognized at that moment. Oh, woman, your faith is great. He could have said that when she said, mercy, you can heal. You're the son of God. You can heal my daughter. You can take away that demon possessed. Whatever, Lord, you can do it. I'm in pursuit of you. He could have said, there is great faith. But no, he took her to a level now of great faith. It was a statement from her mouth. You know, there is power in the tongue. There is power in a tongue. There is power in a tongue. It can bring life and can bring death. What are you speaking? You're praying for God's mercy, and then you turn and say something else. And without faith, you say something in fear. What are you doing? You see, your time in prayer, your time in pursuit should keep you in a place that you keep this silent. And when you speak, it should be spoken in words of faith and not fear. I'm telling you, she started to speak up in faith. Something changed when he said that comment, and she says, well, the crumbs, even enough, the crumbs, Jesus, and then faith started to rise up in her, you see, and then she's making a statement, oh, I'm, I'm not leaving, I'm not leaving, I'm not leaving, even though your disciples are saying, go, they're trying to get rid of me, I'm staying here, and even you said, Lord, that this isn't really for me, but I'm here, I'm before you, Jesus, I'm right before you, you know my need, and I know you can help me, and I'm not leaving, even if I'm not a chosen one. Even if I don't shine. If you look up the word Canaan back of the Old Testament, you'll find out why. She's a Canaanite woman. In Canaan, the land of Canaan, the promised land, you know all of that? When Ham sinned against his father when he was naked in his tent, Ham received the curse to his son, Canaan. And you will be the slaves of slaves. You will be the slaves, the servants of servants. You will be the lowest class of servants, Canaan. You see her pursuit? Why she was maybe not ready to come out in public. Maybe, maybe she was just waiting for that time when he was alone. You don't know how long she was in that pursuit. She hears about Jesus. She starts a pursuit. Have you heard about Jesus? Have you started your pursuit? And when she did, she came to finally a point where he was alone. I'm going in because I know I'm going to receive. You see, she was the servant of the servants. But she became an old woman of great faith. Let Jesus do his work in you. What are you arguing about? What are you upset about? Are you winning a conversation? You're using a lot of butts with God? That butt should turn around and do a reflection on you. It should take you to a place where you say, Oh, Lord, show me, clean my heart. Make me clean. What area of me? Help me, Lord. What is it? And when he starts to speak... If you're in your word and you know his word, the faith rise up in you and you know, look what you can become, oh man, oh woman of great faith. It shall be done for you as you, it shall be done for you as you, as you, okay, as you spoken, 
to me, that is everything. If you stop speaking about God's promise, have you, start, have you stopped saying what he has said to you? Have you, stopped, have you put it down and said, I'm just waiting for you, mercy, on, mercy for this, Lord? And he say, why don't you get back to where I had you, and why don't you pursue what I have for you? You see, and the daughter was healed at once, at once, at once. He could have done it long before, but he wanted her. He wanted her, a Gentile, a Canaanite, a servant of servants. I want you. And as I, as I speak nothing, and as I speak about my children, and not that you're a dog, but here it is, and she stayed. She became a woman of faith, and she spoke something. And he says, it, it will be done as you wish, as you wish, not me, even though I'm all about this, as you're feeling and as you're speaking. Speak today, truth. Speak today, truth. Make your mind up today to speak what is true. Stand on what his word says. Know what he promises you and me. And I don't care what comes your way. You stay in Jesus. You stay, Jesus, I'm here. I'm going to receive. I don't care if I'm grafted in. I don't care if I was a chosen Israelite. It don't matter right now. Everything, your salvation is to all people, everyone. And your promises to all people. And I'm staying, I'm staying, and I'm going to, I believe, Father, I'm going to receive that because I'm receiving it in faith. In Jesus' name. Lord, I love you. We love you. We love their stories that you tell us in the word. In those stories, there's truth. There's principles to live by. And as this woman, now, just, just a common Gentile in her own life, Lord, in her story now that we can read, Father, that we can absorb, that we can build ourselves on, Father, we then walk in greater faith. Our pursuit will change today into a pursuit after you. We will not leave your presence. We will stay with you, Lord. We will know that your promises are for us today and tomorrow. You are a yes, Lord, when we are righteous in you. Thank you, Lord, for that. In Jesus' name.